Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are traveling to a state we have not gone to before, which is Alaska. Oh, gosh. For some reason, I was thinking we had been to Alaska, not physically, but of course, virtually over these episodes. That's kind of exciting. I know I've looked at a couple of different uh, recommendations we've had from Alaska. Alaska is one of those places where there's actually a lot of history. You think about like miners and stuff like that, the Iditarod. There's a lot that's gone on there in the past. And the place that we are going to talk about today is Haunted AF. <laughs> well, of course. Needs to be. Yes. This is your haunted holiday at the Alaskan Hotel and Bar in Juneau, Alaska. Before we get started today, we have an exciting announcement. We very recently recorded an interview with one of our other favorite haunted podcasts called Hillbilly Horror Stories. A lot of you may be very familiar with them. In fact, we've collaborated with them a little bit in the past. So we are so excited to share our interview with you. Hopefully it'll be out in the next few weeks. We will keep you posted when that's available. And definitely go check out Hillbilly Horror Stories if you have not already. It is an awesome show. Exactly. If you like what we're doing, you will definitely like what they're doing. Yes. So are you ready to talk about the Alaskan Hotel and Bar? I am. I know nothing about this location, so I'm excited to hear all the stories. This place runs the gamut of haunts, okay? Like, everything about this place is haunted, okay? It is in Juneau, Alaska, which is the capital city of Alaska. And it kind of started out as a mining town. Like there was a gold rush and several different cities in Alaska. Tent cities kind of started popping up all over the place with people that were there searching for gold. And eventually in the year 1913, a couple of guys decided they wanted to build this really fancy, luxurious hotel in downtown Juneau that would cater to some of the people that maybe struck gold or just needed a nicer place to stay because there wasn't a lot of nice places to stay in Juneau, Alaska at that time. It was pretty much like tents and stuff like that. So they build this hotel and it is a Victorian style hotel, but I would say in today's standards, I probably wouldn't consider it luxurious. We'll talk about your hotel experience in a little bit. But in 1913, it was definitely considered very fancy and a, a great getaway. Now, although it was considered like this nice hotel back then, it was known for having kind of like a seedy underbelly and a lot of violence that took place there. So there was actually a running brothel on the location as well because it wanted to cater to those miners that were from out of town so it had a brothel there for many years it also was known for gambling and also like bar brawls like there was a lot of violent bar fights and during prohibition it was a speakeasy like it was you know doing some not so good stuff Wait, background. have have we confirmed that Al Capone has not been to this location? <laughs> I did not see that. 
<laughs> Anytime we talk about a speakeasy in Prohibition, I always think of Al Capone because he seems to be haunting quite a few places. I don't think he made his way up to Alaska at that okay. time. But um, it's still haunted, regardless of that fact, Lindsay. So a lot of violence took place here. In fact, today it is still open as a hotel. It is considered the oldest operating hotel in all of Alaska. So a lot of history there. It's over 100 years old. Now, there are a lot of stories of death in this place, some of which, you know, you really can't confirm because it might have just been a bar brawl kind of thing. You know, a story of a man who was beaten to death and left for dead in one of the rooms. But probably the most famous story of violence, and this, I will say, is folklore. There is nothing on record about this story, but is it, a, it is about a woman named Alice. And she stayed at the Alaskan hotel with her husband, who was a miner. And he went off on a mining trip and he was gone, I guess, for longer than she expected. And she didn't really know, is he coming back? Did he die? What's the deal? Well, remember, this was a brothel and she needed to find a way to take care of herself is how the story goes and to pay for you know her fees so mm -hmm. she decided to kind of take up being a working girl on the side not expecting her husband to return well he did return and he returned unexpectedly and he caught her basically in the act and was very upset to find out that his wife had basically turned into a working girl to support herself while he was gone and Lindsay he actually shot and killed her in room 219 of this hotel and then after he did that supposedly he hung himself so it was a murder suicide situation Ugh. what an awful situation I mean did he not leave her enough funds? I mean, this is back in the early 1900s, right? I mean, if she's trying to survive, I mean, she can't go stay out in a tent in Alaska. I don't know how they were doing it before the hotel was built. How does anyone stay in a tent in Alaska, at least during the winter time? I mean, how are there not more deaths as a result of just that? I'm laughing only because that was something I had never even thought of the idea of you're right because staying in a tent i feel like especially in alaska would be brutal depending on the time of year of course although maybe they maybe during winter time they they don't stay there or something which would make sense maybe they're not doing any mining at that time which right that would be logical right but i don't know anything about the mining history in right. alaska, and again Again, this is a story, right? We don't know that this actually took place. Although I would say this is probably the most famous story of this hotel. So a, a lot of people do give it credence mm -hmm. that they think that this happened or at the very least something happened to Alice because spoiler alert, Alice is hot in this place and something happened to her at the hotel. Right, right. I mean, who knows what the true story is? We hear that game of telephone over the years, right? And these things get repeated. But yeah, I mean, when, when anytime you got a history at a hotel like this, you're going to have tragedy. Yeah. And sounds like well, Alice saw some tragedy. So one of my newer favorite shows that I, I started watching is called Portals to Hell. 
and it's with the one with Jack Osborne. It's it's mm-hmm. actually they've gone to some places that nobody's ever really gone to. And they did an episode on this place and they were asking, they have this, I can't remember what the name of it is, but this device that I really want. It's kind of like a spirit box, but way less annoying. Instead of white noise, the voices come through like echoey. Mm-hmm. And they asked several times, like, who's here with us? And the name Alice came through several times out loud, which what are the odds of that? And then it also said that she was misunderstood. So they don't think that this is what really happened to Alice, that she was a working girl. They think maybe based on that session that they had and the responses that they were getting that it could have been she definitely died there but how did she die that's really kind of a mystery right now the most recent death that we are aware of that has happened in the hotel is in 1998 now something kind of odd apparently they used to rent hot tubs in their basement they had like hot tubs down there and you could rent it out I guess like by the hour and hang out in a hot tub I don't know how I feel about that I'm gonna be I don't know either because I've seen (laughs) video of the basement and the basement looks creepy AF and I don't know if I'd want to be sitting in a hot tub down there but right (laughs) they rented out these hot tubs it sounds awful (laughs) rent a hourly hot (laughs) so weird So the last hot tub that they ever rented out was from a man named Charlie. They rented it out to this guy and they found him in the basement and he drowned in this hot tub. And the son of the owner, I guess, found him and, you know, was performing CPR, called 911, all this stuff. But he ended up dying. And so ever since then, they've never done any of the hot tub stuff like I don't think the hot tubs are down there anymore thank god but sounds like a nightmare and like they probably had good reason to stop the rentals yeah horrible yes your haunted holiday now has patreon That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash your haunted holiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. So like I said, Lindsay, pretty much everywhere in this hotel is haunted. Okay, and I'm going to talk about some of the specific rooms, areas of the place, so you know if you go to Juno where you need to go look for ghosts, but really, I mean, it's all over the place, okay? The bar, because it is a hotel and bar, and it has this really cool-looking bar, actually, that's they've redecorated it to look just like it would have when it was originally built, and they say that it is extremely haunted down there, and there are a lot of, like, 
dark shadow figures that you'll see in the bar area. And what these shadow figures do is they will actually move people's glasses. So you'll see like you'll have a, a glass of beer and it will get moved across the table and a lot of times actually spill on their own. Mm. So actually moving stuff. The bathroom in the main area of the hotel is really interesting and actually quite unique. So what some people will see is they will go into the bathroom and when they enter the bathroom initially, it looks like a Victorian era, like very nice, fancy, old, old school bathroom. Okay. They go into the stall, they do their business, they exit and suddenly it's like they've gone through a time warp and it is now back to today's bathroom. So people originally entering just think, oh, it's been decorated to look like Victorian era. And then when they leave the stall, it's like, whoa, I'm in a completely different bathroom. That is a different type of paranormal like behavior that I've really ever heard about. That's really kind of interesting. Yes. I, I've never heard of anything quite like that in a hotel, but very cool. I would love to experience that. That would be... Yeah. It would be mind-bending, though. I, I can see it being so confusing. Like, did I have too much to drink? Like, right? Is this happened? in my head? You know, which is kind of a little scary to think about, right? If it's not reality. But right. Super interesting. What a cool experience that would be. Yes. Now, the basement is extremely haunted. I don't know if they really let people go down there. But, I mean, if I go, I'm going to ask them. Can I go check out this basement? There's a lot of stuff down here. And, of course, this is where those hot tubs were. Charlie died here. They say Charlie is still there to this day. And, apparently, Charlie is very interested in women. So if you are a, a pretty woman, you want to go down to the basement, he will like touch you sometimes, sometimes inappropriately. So you have to be prepared for that. That's something that happens, I guess, quite a bit in this hotel mm. in general. So be on the lookout for Charlie. And they also say, now this was something I thought was kind of weird. So the only place that I really saw this was on that show, Portals to Hell where the son of the owner says that he thinks there are demonic entities in the basement. And what he has seen down there is, basically he says, usually what he sees is just a silhouette, a very dark silhouette, which is already ominous, mm -hmm. but it has horns. Oh, super scary. That is definitely a demon. Or it's some sort of entity that's really just trying to scare him, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Now, he does say that he thinks there's been some form of, like, black magic and rituals that have maybe conjured up whatever mm -hmm. this entity is. So on top of all the other ghosts that you got to deal with, there might be a conjured up demon in the basement of this place. That is so scary. You know, it's weird though, because we hear about these places that are haunted, right? And they they have this history and kind of this notorious aspect. And so people go there and we've heard about people doing some sort of like ritual or something and maybe conjure up something that wasn't even there before. Mm -hmm. So 
not an unusual story, unfortunately. You know, we hear that a lot at some of these places. Especially when there is some sort of demonic entity, you usually do hear about some sort of ritual that took place, which totally right. freaks me out. Super scary. Yeah, listeners, rituals are not our thing. <laughs> That's not no. something we will ever go to a place and do. I mean, we have done Ouija board, but... I mean, I don't know. I may not do the Ouija board again after that whole Zozo demon situation that occurred. Terrifying. Yeah, I agree. Let's get into some of the rooms. So room 321 is known to have what they describe as an angry poltergeist in this room. And apparently it is known for throwing things like violently. So they they kind of get the feeling that it is angry. Now, I will say the third floor in general is particularly haunted when they talk about different rooms in this place. So something to consider if maybe you can't get the room that you want. Third floor might be a really good bet for you. 313, there is some fisherman ghost I guess that is in this which makes sense I mean it is Alaska right Mm -hmm. so there is a fisherman ghost in there and you will notice him because apparently there's a distinct odor of fish that will just randomly show up ugh not a good odor to just randomly show up I I welcome like the cigar smoke the perfume but I'm gonna pass on the fish odor yeah and this is room 313 where people experience this type of activity. Now, the one of the more famous rooms is what they call Alice's room. We talked about the story of Alice and how she may have been murdered by her husband in a murder-suicide situation in room 219. So they say that rooms 219 and 218 are both haunted by Alice. Specifically room 219, maybe a little bit more. But some of the things that you're going to notice in these rooms is a lot of misplaced items, like objects just get moved around, you'll set something down, it's gone, you might find it several minutes later in another location, that kind of thing. But Alice is also seen as an apparition, and she apparently has blonde hair, she's seen wearing period clothing, And she is seen roaming the halls in general and also like hovering a lot of times. And one of the big reports is people in bed will feel getting like touched Mm -hmm. and they will wake up and see a ghost that a lot of times they think is Alice hovering above them. Ooh, creeper ghost. Yeah, that's interesting. That's, I, I would be freaked out, I think, if I woke up to that. It would... It would be a cool experience just to see that full figure apparition, but it would be pretty scary. Yeah. She is also seen specifically in mirrors as well. So anywhere that you're at in the hotel where you see a mirror, look in it because you might see Alice in the background walking around. They say even in the bar, apparently the bar area has a lot of mirrors in there. And if you keep an eye out on those mirrors, you may see her. Now, that is a very haunted room, but probably the most notorious room that we're going to talk about is room 315. They say this is the most haunted room. We don't really know why it's the most haunted room. But, like, the owner and stuff, like, they are super creeped out going in there. They don't really like entering this room at all. And, you know, there's not a ton of 
information about what happens in here. A lot of creepy things like roaming cold spots, just a horrible, I guess, ominous vibe that you get from it in general. But there is a pretty recent incident that happened in this room that made the news that is really just crazy, okay? So this was in 2007, so not that long ago. So there was a Navy ship, I guess, that had docked. So there was a lot of sailors, different people in Juneau that day. And a sailor wanted to book a room. And apparently he specifically asked, I want the most haunted room that you have. Hmm. And the owner, I guess, when somebody asks for the most haunted room, sometimes they'll be like, okay, I guess. But they don't really like renting them out I guess because a lot of times people just leave in the middle of the night specifically room 315 or room 219 and they end up never getting paid for it Mm. and so they lose money sometimes because people stay there so they kind of reluctantly agreed okay we'll let you stay in room 315 which they'll continue to reluctantly agree to do as well which is good for us right so she gives him the key to room 315 He's staying in there pretty late at night. I think it was like 11 p.m. or something. People hear screaming coming out of this guy's room, yelling, help, let me out of here. And so they call the police because this is like going on and on. The door is locked. Police show up Mm -hmm. and they're knocking on the door. They're trying to get in and they can hear this guy yelling like, help me, help me. And The police officer even says that he thinks it sounded like two different people talking back and forth in this room. And he, like, before the police officers could get in, he jumped out the window. And this is on the third floor. This guy survived, okay, thank God. And the police, like, they hear the glass break. They bust down the door they go in there, see he's jumped out the window. And they're like, oh my gosh, I hope we, we got to call, you know, ambulance. But meanwhile, they look around the room. He had somehow cut himself and there was blood everywhere in oh the room. Oh my gosh. This happened for real. Wow. And in fact, on the, the show I was talking about, Portals to Hell, they have audio. I wasn't able to find the the audio clip individually. They had actually reached out to the local police department to talk to the responding officer. And the officer, before they had body cams, they had like little recorders, I guess, Mm -hmm. that just recorded audio. He had that on him and they played a clip of it. You can hear the guy in the room yelling, help, you know, all this stuff. So you hear what happens. So did they ever find the guy that jumped out the window and, and say, what happened? Get a story from him? So, I mean, kind of. So he obviously got taken to the hospital. He survived, but was very, very injured. The Navy Police Department, I guess, actually went to the hotel to do their own investigation. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of like swept it under the rug, like, whatever, we don't think it's ghosts. But apparently the owner of the hotel got a call from the mother of the sailor that says, what do you think you're doing? Rent it out, renting out haunted room to my son. It nearly killed him. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's wild that she would make that phone call. I mean, at the end of the day, he made a decision knowing full well that it was haunted. I mean, I'm of the belief that 
I think it would be very rare and unusual for anyone to be physically injured by a spirit. You know, I mean, not saying that it can't happen. I just, I feel usually pretty safe when I stay at these places. I'd be, it's just got to be so unusual. And who knows what the heck happened in that room, right? I mean, he, right. there there could be a, all kinds of non-paranormal explanations. Like, what if he was on drugs and, you know, kind of went crazy, you know, in his own head thinking this was a right. haunted room. But if it was really paranormal, which it absolutely could have been, I believe in ghosts, maybe he was provoking it. I mean, he did ask maybe. for the most haunted room. Maybe he was you know, being a skeptic and thought, I'm going to tell these ghosts what's what. And, That's possible. And he or, got some sort of reaction. Maybe he was doing some kind of ritual in there. We were talking about Ooh. rituals earlier. Like, yeah, that's true. Who that's knows? scary. Who knows what this guy was doing? As I said, the Alaskan Hotel is in downtown Juneau, Alaska, which appears to be a very cute little town, and it has been restored to its old Victorian style, which today I would call it a little bit eclectic, okay? Like, it is not like your standard hotel, which I really appreciate, actually. Right. Because it's not like this five-star place, but it does bring you back to what it would really look like back then with some updated amenities, of course. That's important. Right. Now, it's not like really fancily updated, like some of these places we've talked about in the past, like the Hermitage or the Marshall House, but I mean, it looks comfortable, okay? Now... The bar. Let's talk about the bar because I was laughing because a lot of times I like to talk about, oh, they have this specialty cocktail or they have this certain kind of food. So I pull up information on the bar and they it's actually ranked like one of the top bars just because it is so cool and old timey and original. Mm -hmm. And it's got kind of an interesting group of people like there might be just like your average fisherman and then a lawyer, you know, just Mm -hmm. kind of an interesting crowd. But the the one thing I found on their menu, Lindsay, is a happy hour special, which is $2.50 cans of PBR. Oh, see, I know people that would just love that. They're all about that kind of special. Yeah, I've got yeah. friends. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's only on certain days and it's during like kind of a happy hour time. So uh-huh. look at their website. If you want to do that two fifty can of PBR special. They have that there. That was the only thing highlighted that I was able to see on their menu. So I'm not really sure if they have any food or other things, but we know they have PBR. (laughs) Okay, well, there you go. Now, the hotel itself, if you want to rent a room, there are several different options. So again, it has been somewhat renovated. In fact, apparently they were on the show Hotel Impossible, where they go in and like refurbish Mm. stuff. I've seen that show. Yeah. Yes. And several of their rooms have been remodeled by Hotel Impossible. Not all of them because they only do like a handful. But I guess you can request that specifically. You can be like, I want one of the Hotel Impossible rooms. So it's going to depend which room you get. You request Hotel Impossible. Might be a little fancier. The other ones are going to be comfortable, but they're not, you know, great. 
Did I wonder if the Hotel Impossible guy shut down the hot tub rentals in the basement? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So there are several types of rooms that you can get at this location. And this is one of those places where depending on how much you pay, you could get a shared bathroom where between, you know, two to five rooms share the same bathroom. Or you pay a little bit more and you get your own private bathroom. And honestly, the difference is not very much. So for a room that has a shared bathroom, it is $90 a night. That's so affordable. Wow. Very affordable. And to get a private bathroom, it's only $10 more. It costs $100. 100% worth it. Get the private bathroom. Now, my question, though, is like, is room 219 and 315, are those private bathrooms or public bathrooms? That is the question. I honestly have no idea. It did not specify that on their website. Because personally, like, if we go, we would have to stay in room 315 or room 219. And honestly, if that's a shared bathroom, like, we're just going to have to deal with it, Lindsay. Yeah, I hear ya. I mean, I agree. We're there for the haunted room at the end of the day. That's what's most important to us. But let's just really hope it's got its own private bathroom. I'd I'd really prefer that. But it looks like a really cool place. Yeah, this place sounds awesome. I mean, I've never been to Alaska. I've heard it is beautiful. And this, I mean, we love our historic locations. I mean, that's where you're more likely to find ghosts. And it's always interesting. So I love that they've restored it kind of back to you know, what you would expect, but you've got those more modern amenities to make your stay more comfortable. So, I mean, that's important too, right? (laughs) All right. So go check this place out. Make sure to book a haunted room or maybe even one with its own private bathroom, depending upon what you prefer. This week, I do have a new review to read. I, I just so thank you guys for leaving reviews. It means so much to us and we read all of them. This is from someone with the username of like mom 10 1609 and she says I look forward to listening to this show every Sunday so fun to see what location these sisters are going to talk about each week and I love the added bonus of hearing the cost of visiting and other pointers on reserving haunted rooms that's our goal thank you guys so much it means a lot to hear that you appreciate kind of the pointers on things because you know we we love talking about ghosts and we love talking about the different stories But a big thing that we love talking about is the actual travel aspect and giving you a tidbit of a little bit more information before you go. So you know what to book if there's a certain room. And and that's what kind of makes us quite a bit different than some other podcasts. Yes, I 100. That was that was the goal. So it makes me so happy to read that review. Yeah, thank you. So if you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to leave a five-star review just like that that person did. Also, go to yourhauntedholiday.com. You can hit contact us, send us an email, send us a show recommendation, send us even your ghost stories. We may read that out on the air. We love getting those. Uh, Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.